See, I can't decide if I should be doing dry January or not. Got some wine going, you know? Yeah, I know. I was like, at some point, I'm going to get jealous of you, and then I can make an old-fashioned or a Moscow mule. Oh, my God. You're like a bartender. I know. I oh honestly God. I bought these ginger beers because I thought, oh, those kind of taste good when you're trying not to drink. <laughs> and now, and I'm now like, you I just could just put it. vodka in that. <laughs> I'm just gonna put the vodka in that. You know what I forgot I brought two? I stole two um, uh, of those, what are they? High noons. High watermelon noons, high yeah. noons. So I can have those later. Oh, delicious. Once things start really rocking, you know? Yeah. Yeah, we're really getting into those conspiracy theories and pizza getting the shit out of this. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm going to get so mad. I know, because yeah. I can tell. Um, mm-hmm. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show, everybody. The show where I get angry. Yeah, the show where yeah. I try to teach Nathan about online conspiracy theories because I um I can be convinced, you know? Yeah, yeah, and I I'm, I'm And you're looking gonna, at me like, "Okay. I'm going to ask you about that later." Yeah, oh, you don't want to right now? No, no, I just afterwards I want to ask you like, "Why do you believe?" Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And and um and I can tell every time I send you a link to look at you're like this is so fucking stupid. I could only look at it for like 2 seconds and I read a little bit or I watch a little bit and I'm I like know. god I hate these people. I get I know. so enraged. Well, see this kind of started for me when I was bored at work like I said researching Britney Spears mm-hmm. and everything would lead back to MK Ultra, uh mind control and uh Everyone in entertainment being in the Illuminati. So I, I've yeah, been primed, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. Let me go get more. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to go get? I have to go get more wine real quick. I'll be. Uh, let me make second. a Moscow mule. Make a Moscow mule. That happened so much earlier than I thought. Um, Trigger warning. Trigger no, warning. Oh, we Yeah, we have to do a trigger warning before the show. Before we get into the show, trigger warning for... Um, Everything you can think of. Also, this is all alleged. Do you say all alleged or alleged? I th- I like alleged. Okay. Yeah. Oh, Everything... trigger warning specifically for child sexual abuse. Yeah. Talk. I mean, definitely. Which, I mean, obviously, that's what Pizzagate is. If you didn't know, yeah. We yeah, yeah. wish we were just talking about a pizza and a- or a gate. I like a gate. It means you've you like gone from gates? one place. I do. I like gates because it means you've gone from one place into another. And you're yeah. in a whole new You got world. let in. Yeah, Maybe you got let in. Like, you're special. Is it like coming out of a closet? Um, yes. It's exactly like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I came through the gate of my sexuality and I was in exactly. a whole new world. I wanted to talk to Nathan about Pizzagate. I have so much to say about it. A, I love pizza. Yeah, pizza's great. 
And when I and when I say pizza, I mean just literal pizza. Yeah, or za, um, as the, the Italian kids used dish. to call it at some point in the 2000s. Yeah, right? yeah. Or like a pie. Yeah, like you want to get a pie? You want to go halves on a pie? Yeah, if, if you're a part of a, I love a, a, a certain neighborhood in Boston or New York. When this Pizzagate thing was happening, um, it was 2016, and Trump had been elected, I believe. All I know is that it started with the murder of Seth Rich had something to do with it. I don't know if... Who's Seth Rich? He was a DNC, young DNC operative, Democratic National Committee, uh, who I think, I listened to a podcast on this recently, um, who I think was uh, going to work for the Clintons or for Hillary Clinton and uh, was uh, randomly shot and killed. Yeah, in July 2016. Yeah, in July 2016. So like, you know, maybe six months before the actual election. And then somehow that led to uh, the Pizzagate thing because they were suspecting like Hillary and her minions of murdering him for like releasing information uh, to Julian Assange from the DNC. You Uh know, all those Podesta emails that we're going to talk about. Yeah. And I read because I looked at many different sources for this. Um, that John Podesta's emails were leaked because he fell for a phishing scam. That is true. I recall is that it? being true. Yeah. yeah, poor guy. I recall that actually being reported. So he got some yeah. What kind of phishing scam like, was it? I don't know. It, but you know how oh. it works. Like they say, we need you to come type in your password, <laughs> and then he did it. Oh yeah. Do you want to know how to make the best risotto? Give us your banking information. Yeah, and some exactly. people do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or what's, it's it's usually just my mom. My mom yeah. sending me those emails and is like, Do I need to do this? And I'm like, No, you don't. Oh, my mom does that to me too. Yeah. She'll be like, Apple just Yeah, they're gonna charge me a million dollars. I'm like, it's not Apple. Unless I give them my password. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like Apple knows your password. I know. Yeah. I know. I know. I thought maybe these emails got leaked because like an Ashley Madison type of leak where, um, truly, I don't know how that happened either. Yeah, I don't know how that happened. And at around the same time during the 2016 election was when the Sony emails leaked, right? And that was like yeah, supposedly Chinese hackers. Yeah, it's hackers. another WikiLeaks. Yeah, but I don't know how that happened oh, either. Really? Like, how did they get it? I don't know how this mysterious And, world you know, works. I think that's the part... Yeah, and I would think that that would be the part that they wouldn't want us to know. Yeah. Because then our brains would start turning and we'd be like, who else? I can hack. Yeah, yeah. And then the world would become full of hackers. We'd all be hacking each other. Hackers be like, I'm in. So when Seth Rich got murdered, did you know about it? Or did you like read about this later? I think I read about it later. I wasn't like in the moment with it. Because he wasn't famous or anything. No, he only, I think it only became known when all these when the WikiLeaks things happened and all the conspiracy theorists started like mining for quote unquote clues and they somehow okay. connected Seth Rich to I think it's on the Wikipedia page if we can look because they say Yeah, here's what it says. It's like um his murder spawned several right wing conspiracy theories, yeah. including the false claim contradicted by the law enforcement branches that investigated the murder that Rich had been involved with the leaked DNC emails in twenty sixteen. 
It was also contradicted by the July 2018 indictment of 12 Russian military intelligence agents for hacking the email accounts and networks of Democratic Party officials. So those 12 military intelligence agents were like, nah, it was us. No, no, they eventually got, um, you know, the Mueller investigation? Yeah. Part of the Mueller investigation, he actually charged Russia with uh, having that sort of, like, hacker bot, uh, hacker farm that had a lot to do with hacking into the DNC. So oh, okay, so that That's was like was investigated is... by the special counsel. Oh okay, yeah, okay. As far as I remember, honestly, this is all coming from like being a rabid 2016 news junkie because I had nothing else to do at work and the world was falling apart. I sh- I remember right before the election, people were like, "Oh my god, I'm really scared. Donald Trump is going to win." Yeah, and I just kept being like. How could he? How? Yeah, I was like, it's going to be fine. Hillary's going to win. I All know. The is up. Everybody hates him. And he just talked about grabbing a woman by the pussy. We're fine. Exactly. We like, how we could weren't. he win? Yeah. And you and I were living in New York surrounded by a ton of uh, liberal people. Liberal, liberal um, activisty. I was surrounded by a bunch of liberal activisty young millennials at the time. And, oh, my God, we're... They, the hue, the cry, the crying. I mean, I was among them. I was very disappointed. Should we get political? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, you did. I don't like Trump. I don't want anything to do with him. <laughs> no, I mean, and for me, I've never been a Republican, but also the sheer fact that he's just fucking mean. He's the, yeah, the meanest, has- dumbest shit. Like, why... Why would that ever make us look good as a country? Blah, blah, blah. You know, it didn't. It made us look terrible. Everybody hated him and wouldn't deal with him. Right. Yeah. And all he likes are dictators. I mean, you know, and on and on and on and on. Everybody knows these things about him and nobody's like, you know, some people like it and some people don't. What are you saying? Anon. What does that mean? Oh, and on and on and on. Oh, okay. I thought like anon and on and on. And on and on and on and on. Okay, got it. But it's like we've, you know, we've all like been through this. Trump is a dictator. He doesn't care about the country. He's not a Republican. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. We all know that. But the point is, he's a fucking monster. Yeah. Who should not be in a position of leadership. That's how I feel. No, and he's crazy. It's like, um, yeah, I I can't, I can't make, it's like too depressing to even really go into. It's so, and I mean, it could happen again quite easily. I know. Yeah. We're just going to depress ourselves and our listeners. Sorry, guys. Yeah. Sorry, but you know what? Get Shit out there and vote. And vote for you... someone besides Trump. Rock the vote, everybody, but in the way that I want you to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I think it's turnout's going to be fucking crazy this year. Really? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you got both sides who are like... I want this guy to win. And it's like, if this guy wins, the world is going to end in fire. So, like, everybody feels that way. So I think it's going to be, voting is going to be nuts this year. Uh, Yeah, yeah, that's true. Contentious. Mm. Yeah. We have until November, don't we? It's this year, isn't it? Oh, God. this, This year is going to be fucking crazy. Oh, my God. Buckle up. 
buckle That's all I can say. Up. Did you know that yeah. recently, um, I guess Elon Musk was on, I still call it Twitter. I'm just going to call it Twitter. It's, it's Twitter. It's Twitter. It will always be Twitter. It's always been Twitter and it always will be. Yeah. Um, he X. was on there like liking and responding and um, maybe retweeting uh, Pizzagate stuff. So oh maybe God. that's what made it come back into my universe. I don't oh, know. Oh, maybe. Yeah. So he's like trying to revive Pizzagate for some reason. Well, I think there's always been people year? out there talking about it. And so he was commenting. He wasn't like going and like making statements. He was like seeing other people's tweets and being like, yeah. <laughs> I truly, I tried to read those articles today and the mainstream media has such a love-hate relationship with this where they're like, we want to tell you about how Elon Musk is trying to elevate this story again, Mm -hmm. but we do not want to tell you the details. What's that? And there's a landing going by. They're coming for you. No. Finally, your homeland has come, your home planet. The aliens? Yeah, exactly. The people that... I've been praying for them. Exactly. <laughs> it's maybe they could take us to a planet that's not dying. That would be great. That would be really good. Okay. All so right. Pizza so, Pizzagate. Pizzagate. You know what? Tell so, me. Tell me about it. Okay. I know a little bit. I know a little bit. I could add things, but tell me about it. Well, at the time, I had no idea about it Mm -hmm. that it was going on or anything then i watched that movie that i sent you the link to called out of shadows yes and i believe that that came out or something around 2020 sometime so i think maybe i was probably falling down an internet hole during the pandemic because what else was there to do yeah and i found this movie and i watched it Mm mm-hmm And it's a movie about all, basically all conspiracy theories rolled into one. I mean, it's, you know, culminating with QAnon. It's a QAnon documentary, I'd say. I mean, don't all of these conspiracy theories, no matter what they are, eventually come back to MKUltra and the Illuminati at some point? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And And the people that... And yeah, and the people that believe in them kind of subscribe to all of them, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Because they've been awakened, Nathan. Oh. They've seen the light. Oh, yeah. Oh, Once you right. see the truth, you can't go back. I'm still, I'm, I'm sitting here in the darkness. And I, I know. I'm blind, and, I'm gonna... and I cannot see. I am, I am a mole. I'm a warthog in the ground and you have to help me. I'm an angel in the sky. Oh my God, you're so bright. I can't deal. I know. I mean, you should wear sunglasses. I wear my sunglasses at night so I can, so I can. I'm going to watch it. It's Into the Light, right? I started working in journalism at a very young age. I got my first job working for Fox Chicago at about the age of 17 years old at the University of Iowa. I studied political science and journalism. One semester, I interned for Bill O'Reilly at Fox News Channel. My last year in college, I interned for the State Department's White House reporter, and that placed me reporting in the White House every single day for a few months. I went on to work for the Chicago Tribune, and my first boss there told me that everything that I should get should be checked 
over and over and over again and verified to death. That's how I was trained and that's what a true honest journalist does. I started covering local politics and local hard news and then eventually I got my own column for seven years where I interviewed tons of celebrities and politicians and musicians and worked at Us Weekly and then at one point I worked at In Touch Weekly magazine. But then in 2015, I felt the need to get back into covering hard news and in early 2016 I started working for Town Hall and then eventually I started working for the New York Observer and broke a lot of election-related stories. I worked in media for over two decades and I never had any issues. I was very well respected. I basically was embraced by the mainstream media until I started reporting on Pizzagate. Now when Pizzagate came out, the media tried to turn Pizzagate into something that wasn't. Surprises of the presidential campaign was the explosion of fake news on the internet. 28-year-old Edgar Welch was arrested in Washington Sunday afternoon outside Comet Ping Pong, a popular family pizza parlor. D.C. police say Welch fired at least one round into the restaurant floor with an AR-15 rifle like this one on his Facebook page. No one was injured. Someone on Twitter whose name remains unverified but has several thousand followers posted that new emails found on Anthony Weiner's computer confirmed that Hillary Clinton was involved in a pedophilia ring. The rumor spread, inspiring some newfound internet sleuths to start digging around in John Podesta's hacked emails, searching for proof and location of the so-called sex ring. In those emails, they are absolutely littered with code words. And many of these code words are food words such as pizza. Somebody said to me, hey Dave, search for pizza in Podesta's emails. And once you go down that rabbit hole, you never really emerge the same person. It was obvious from the get-go that these words were code words for something else because the context that they were used in did not make sense. To be clear, not one single email in the Podesta emails discusses child sex trafficking or pedophilia. That is a fact. But there are dozens of what seem to be strangely worded emails dealing with pizza and handkerchiefs. Investigators say that those words in the emails about pizza and the talk of handkerchiefs is code language used by pedophiles. There is some kind of code language. They're just not talking about pizza, folks. Uh, who phrases that? Who blocks out an hour of time to eat a slice of pizza? You can get a service for a half an hour, you can get a massage for a half an hour, but you can't get food for a half an hour. It just absolutely makes no sense. There's other ones like, the realtor found a handkerchief. I think it has a map that seems pizza related. And uh, another one is, Obama spent $65,000 flying in pizza and hot dogs from Chicago. Are we using the same channels? Pizza is a well-known pedophile code word that actually has been used by law enforcement to arrest online sexual predators of children. And there's been multiple arrests that have been made by law enforcement of pedophiles trying to solicit children by using the pedophile code word pizza. There's obviously I some... I agree that there is some kind of coding going on. Yeah. But I, I don't see... None of nobody. No, I know. Yeah. 
sorry. I yeah. I actually I need to um step into my persona, which is okay. Nathan, yeah, they are pedophiles. Oh, okay. Convince me. That's my persona. Because that one email, I think it was that one where um. John and his brother Tony are emailing each other and they say, would love to get pizza for a half hour or come over. And like, that's all that's said. And she's like, well, wait, that doesn't make sense. You can't get pizza for a half an hour. And I'm like, well, you just usually don't say it like that, right? Yeah. You and I would be like, hey, do you want to go get a slice of pizza? And like, we would say that. Yeah. Or we could say like, hey, I I have a half an hour. Do you want to get pizza? Uh-huh. You can say it like that. Yeah, but uh, I mean, you have pizza for a half hour. Like, I have a half hour because these are like super scheduled people. Let's uh-huh. get pizza for a half hour. It makes total sense to me if it's going to be food. Here we go. Mary not free. Would love to get a pizza for an hour, question mark, or come over. That's what Tony says. And then John replies, are you free Sunday mid-afternoon? Would love to get a pizza for an hour. I guess what's odd about that is like a whole pizza. Well, also, it's like they're so obsessed with pizza. Like when you're planning. Uh, I know like they say when you're pizza planning lunch, it's like you do want to get go get Thai. I've got you're right. You're right. I You want to go get like Thai or Italian or whatever. I've got between like two thirty and three. Right. That's usually how you would phrase and it. Like, right. Like I was saying, um, what if. um. Pizza is a code word, but what if they're like saying, like, do you want to get high? I think it's totally weed. I absolutely think think it's it's weed. weed. I absolutely think it's just weed. Maybe um, Tony's like, I got I got some really good cocaine or coke. Yeah. Get pizza for an hour. Yeah. I think it could be anything like that. It could be any number of things. Why does it have to be sex with children? Well, I've read that actually that is a code word that pedophiles use, um, and it came up like on Craigslist, oh. where I or maybe Liz says this in her little interview. Mm-hmm. Um, they would post Craigslist like looking for or selling or I don't know, and they'd say cheese pizza because it doesn't flag anybody. Okay, you know that was also you know CP child pornography. You know, code word for the pedos for child. Okay, child pornography. Yeah, I don't necessarily think. Yeah, yeah, and I don't necessarily think that John Podesta and all these other DC people are like, oh, pizza. This is what the pedophiles are saying. Let's say it too. Yeah, they are in their own world, Mm -hmm. right? They have their own code words for who knows what they're into. Yeah. And um, I mean, they know the same thing. They're like, this won't get flagged. Exactly. This might be like code word for many and sundry things where it's like, oh, it's the most innocuous combination of words ever. And so people just use it for a variety of meanings. Okay. so And also, like, where did you get... That pedophiles use the term cheese pizza for child sex abuse material or sex with children. I think I actually got it from Liz. So if we continue to watch her. Oh, okay. And Liz is dubious. Her her trustworthiness is dubious, in my opinion. 
she's in this movie mm-hmm. because the man that made this movie, Mike Smith. Yeah. He's like, I'm a stunt guy in Hollywood. Yeah. And like being a stunt guy, he's mm-hmm. like kind of around it and like has seen some stuff. And then when he got injured, he started going to this physical therapist. And the physical therapist was like, I have to do a lot of like pelvic floor work with people in uh, Hollywood. Yeah. And so he's saying that's because <laughs> they're getting um raped, essentially. Um, there's a lot of like Unwanted but, sexual contact, I'd say. I mean, and then I they believe have to, that. Like, go to a physical therapist. Yeah. No, I mean, I believe that there's like a lot of un- right. not necessarily wanted sexual contact happening in Hollywood. Right. Yeah. So but, he, that's his tie. Okay. And then he's like, he's essentially presenting like a ton of things, but then he's like, now let's tie in politics and let's get um which he has no knowledge of journalists yeah yeah so he's yeah. like i'm gonna get my information from liz croken who's a mm-hmm. journalist yeah so then they introduce her and she's like i was an intern at the white house you know she I was with an the- intern for several months at the white house let's talk about yeah. her resume for a second she yeah. was an intern for several months for a White House reporter. And then what did she move on to after that? I can't remember. The Chicago Tribune. Because she went to the Chicago Tribune and she basically effectively began doing puff pieces on celebrities. So the Chicago Tribune was not very impressed, in my opinion, with her journalistic acumen. I think she went to um, the Inquirer or something. But First? in this little intro, no, no, I, I don't know where you got her resume. Can no, from what she said. Out? I mean, she basically, like, laid out her resume verbally for us all. And a lot of that, a lot of what her resume says is not like she's she's framing it in a way that makes it look impressive. But if you look at it, it's not. She's not a serious journalist and not a serious person. Is what I think. Oh, I thought you, like, looked her up. No, I didn't look her up. It's just from what she said. It's like. I can tell you're trying to, like, snow us here and make you yeah. look like a serious person. She began working in 2002 for the Chicago Tribune before moving to their red-eye daily tabloid writing a column called Liz in the Loop, which covered yeah. celebrity news in the Chicago area. So she in wasn't doing great at the hard news, so they're like, well, we'll put her here. I think she probably loves celebrity gossip. That's what she, and so that's what she got into. And, and yet, then in as a celebrity she gossip, went to, she went to Los Angeles and began um, freelancing for the National Enquirer, Star, mm-hmm. In Touch Weekly, Us Weekly, where she focused on celebrity breakups. Then she returned to Chicago in 2012 to work for lifestyle magazine Splash, a Chicago Sun Times publication, writing a column called La La Liz. What what I'm hearing is her career is basically a spiral downward mm-hmm. from being a White House intern reporter of some kind to going to the Chicago Tribune, which is like a, you know, kind of a legendary conservative newspaper. Um, they sort of 
seem to have demoted her to the celebrity pages. And then from there, she goes to the fucking National Enquirer and Lifestyle. She's a celebrity, shitty gossip journalist. She's not a real professional. I wouldn't. Yeah, she starts being like, I was taught that I need multiple sources to confirm facts. Yeah, she was, like, she said, yeah, she was, that's and she, journalism. She, I know exactly. She frames it. She's like, I was taught this at the Chicago Tribune. It's like, why weren't you taught this in journalism school like every other <laughs> fucking journalist who lives? Well, so we can see what they're trying to do, which is make her look like a credible journalist. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and I'm not saying she wasn't. She just was doing like fluff stuff. And then I guess she got interested in researching this Pizzagate stuff. Yeah. And then she's like, and now everybody has like ostracized me. And I've been put in this group where like, I can't be a reporter anymore because I seem crazy. And it's like, yeah, she writes a sub stack now where she just talks about conspiracy theories. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It, it, it doesn't bespeak any kind of like serious to me. It bespeaks a careerist who couldn't make it in hard news. And she's like, okay. Then I'm going to lean in to like gossip. And then yeah. when gossip isn't satisfying me or like not making me enough money or I have to be like too journalistic to do gossip. I'm going to do conspiracy theories where I can just make shit up. Not only that, but it's kind of like with NT Lawyer where he's writing celebrity conspiracy. He's writing celebrity gossip. And then he also ventures over to QAnon sometimes because I think people's it's there's like a venn diagram of people who like both yeah you know we want to know the inside scoop we want to know the inside scoop about celebs and now let's give us the inside scoop about how everyone's a pedophile well they see where the interest is this is a grift they see Uh where the money comes from this what is her name again croken yeah liz kim liz (laughs) liz croken I mean, la la Liz, la la Liz, in her, you know, efforts as she's becoming a celebrity journalist, she is learning. I have no doubt, like what gets clicks, what gets readers, and she's like, oh, I can eventually hang out my own shingle, target this specific audience, make a website, make a podcast, whatever the fuck she does, and like make a shit ton of money, and not be beholden to any bosses. That's what I think she's doing. She's a grifter just like every fucking MAGA person out there. It's all about how can I squeeze money out of these people that I perceive to be fucking idiots. (laughs) Seriously. I think she believes it, though. I, You know, it's I think both things can be true. I really Uh do. I think Uh you can like say to yourself you believe it so that you can do it but like honestly at the end of the like the lizard brain sort of motivation is to like you just yeah the money. thing to get the clicks exactly yeah. you but, just go oh oh this gets the clicks i'm gonna keep going down that yeah this gets the clicks but it's like she has to see herself as like an honorable journalist so she like tells herself that it's like no this is I'm doing the lord's work this is mm-hmm. real i finally get to do real gritty investigative journalism liz shut the fuck up (laughs) that's what i have to say to you you're lying to yourself and everybody else do you want to play the the rest of that clip yeah let's play the rest of it of her yeah because let me get some wine and then play the rest of it because i'm gonna need it 2007 unclassified fbi document that document according to the fbi contains 
commonly used symbols by pedophiles to express their preference in children. Notice this one on the end, the triangle. That image signifies something called boy love. The pizza place next door to Comet Ping Pong Pizza, Besta Pizza, well, this was their logo until only a few weeks ago. People don't know that because the mainstream media refuses to cover it. The entire mainstream media redefined what Pizzagate was to make it sound ridiculous and less believable. And then they had people like Megyn Kelly come in, interview James Elephantis, didn't ask him any challenging questions. A conspiracy theory that even the D.C. police say has no basis in fact. She didn't ask him any questions about the pictures of children on his Instagram page looking abused, being sexualized. Okay, wait a second, wait a second. I want to talk about these pictures because they are fucking weird. They are. Okay, so first we see, so in the in this restaurant, there's, um, and from, I guess, uh, James Elephantis's Instagram, some of the artists that he has featured in the restaurant definitely are f- uh, working with images that are obviously indicative of child sexual abuse. Mm-hmm. Which there's one um, artist, yeah, that I think either he shared or that um, is a Podesta artist. Like, but a lot of this revolves around their art that they like. Yeah, Podesta likes one particular artist and has. Um, and we learn this from we have we have to say the document we're learning all this from, which is what is it called? I have it on my desktop. It's called Pizzagate.pdf. Pizzagate.pdf. And it was it's from cre- a website called like Odyssey. Um, and the author is named Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jeffrey, you scamp. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to I'm going to post links. Did you guys know that I put links in the description of the episode? I'm always doing that. And I recently found out that not everyone knows that. OK, Katie puts links in I every description. My sources. She sends she spends a lot of time. With these links. I spent a lot of time, okay? She spends a lot of They're... time, okay? So you guys got to okay. fucking look at them. Go right? click those. This okay? is you not... don't even have to do your own Googling this if is you not don't want to. easy listening, okay? You need to This is work. Up. Do your own research. Do That's your own it... research. I don't. You should. <laughs> <laughs> do your own research, meaning click my links. Exactly. <laughs> look at what we told you to look at. Look at what I told you to look at. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I would also love to see more links, you know. Um, there's only so many hours in the day. Sure. I asked on Reddit for some more links, and it, it's all the same goddamn shit over and over again. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. Anyways. Yeah. Anyway. Um, what you were saying was about the one of their favorite artists. Okay, so we we learned from this particular document, pizzagate.pdf. Um, by Jeffrey Epstein, um, that one of the first things we learn is that uh, Podesta has a lot, has collect, collects a lot of art. And he's collected from this one particular artist. I got to find her name one second. Okay, well, there is one artist who makes art and she was abused as a child. So she makes a lot of art about um and it looks like disassociating while you're being abused. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. A lot is of this art her? is by uh, her and another artist that he actually uh, had like a gallery show or some kind of show of her art 
in, on in his, in his restaurant. So John Podesta loves one artist that he has like, you know, tons of art of hers, like that seems to be hung proudly in his apartment, like huge pieces. And that's one woman. And that's the name. That's whose name I'm trying to find right now. Are you sure it's John Podesta? Are you thinking I'm of that? I'm absolutely sure. Are you thinking of that sculpture that's the person who looks like they're in The Exorcist? The, or the Jeffrey Dahmer comparison yeah. that they make? The yes, Jeffrey that's Dahmer John Podesta, post? right? Tony. It's Tony Podesta. Oh, Tony Podesta, his brother. Not even John Podesta. Not even John Podesta. Even though, and, um, oh, okay. So the artist that Tony Podesta seems to be obsessed with is Bilijana Djerdev. Djurjevic. Djurjevic. And so that is um, a lot of child sexual abuse uh, depictions, I would say, that are in Tony Podesta's apartment. And then in the pizza restaurant, which is called, what's it called? Comet Ping Pong. Comet, Comet Ping Pong. In Comet Ping Pong, there's another artist that, uh, Elephantus, featured Mm -hmm. who is Mm -hmm. named um kim noble and she's the one who got abused she's the one and i'm sure this uh jirjevic woman is yeah i see those i see those ones now where they're like literally kids tied up it it looks like a against a bathroom wall yeah and they are legitimately like okay so tony podesta i mean i wouldn't feature them prominently in my home Right. You know, I can appreciate where you're coming from and I can appreciate the craft and the expression. Uh, Maybe I'm a little bougie, but I would not like give them pride of place above my couch in my living room. No, I like things that are soothing to look at. Yeah, I want, you know, yeah, I want something. I want an ocean wave. I want a Bob Ross, Uh you know, I I just want I I want a happy little tree. Oh, a challenge for the listeners. You know what? DM us, Instagram us. Tell us what kind of art that you want in your living room. Online BS pod. Online BS pod on Instagram. But the art that he shares on his Instagram, James Oliphantus. Yeah. Is a lot of times pretty sexual and then has pizza in it, which I mean, I would be like, yeah, I'd probably share that too to promote my business. It's like sexual it's like, about pizza. And then yeah, there it's are like you in, want yeah. this pizza so much. You know, he sells pizza. Yeah. And but then there are like he does post images of children in ways that are not sexualized, but they're weird. And they're sort of like weird. There's this one picture where he's got like there's like an image of an old man's torso and he's like a very like booby old man. And he's got an image on a T-shirt and that T-shirt is on a child who doesn't know what they're expressing. You know, it's just a child like, oh, you want me to put a T-shirt on? Sure. And then they take a funny picture and they, you know, zhuzh it up and post it. And it's like that child doesn't know what they're. Here's the thing. You're using children in provocative ways, not sexual, but provocative to be an edgelord. This is this is just an asshole who's an edgelord. Oh, did you know that James Oliphantus is gay? I mean... I kind of could have figured. I know. I mean, he's kind of cute. Like, he looks like he takes care of himself. Are you saying that that I should date him? Do you want me to set me up with James Elephant? I just thought it was, I just thought it was an interesting 
because I don't know anything about him. You know, like he's well, not he's like one of those famous. like I feel like he's from what I gather from the images that he chooses to post about his restaurant and personally. He just seems like he's trying to be shocking. Like, I get it. I get it. It's, yeah, I know. Of, I know. There's a lot of gay rage that goes into that. It's like, oh, well, people aren't going to like me. People aren't going to give me like basic, you know, human rights to marry or, you know, uh-huh. be in the army. So therefore, I'm going to try to shock the straight world. It's a very normal thing. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, did you know that his little avatar, though, on Instagram, it's a sculpture of a god, and mm-hmm. that god is like the god of pedophilia. <laughs> what god is it? I'm not familiar with the god of pedophilia. Um, his little avatar, so his profile picture is Antinous. Antinous. Oh, all right. Yeah, that's, so that's his avatar. It's a bust of a, it's a Greek bust. Of a handsome, chesty fella. Yeah, and um, he's a Greek youth and a favorite or lover of Roman Emperor Hadrian. So how young was Antinous when the emperor started buggering him? Buggering. For centuries, pederasty. How do you think you say that? Pederasty. Pederasty. Mm-hmm had long been socially acceptable among Greece's leisured and citizen classes, with an older Aristus, aged aged between 20 and 40, undertaking a caring sexual relationship with an Eromenos. I get it. That sounds kind of like Spanish. Yeah. Aged between 12 and 18, a younger person. Mm -hmm. And taking a key role in their education. Hadrian took Antinous as a favored servant when they were aged about 48 and 13. So they're like, clearly, James Alephantis is a pedophile. <laughs> I mean, I think James Alephantis just wants to shock people. He just, he's kind, he's like, he's just an, an artsy asshole. Yeah, he... He owns this pizza place in Washington, D.C. He donates money to um, the Democratic Party, yeah. I guess. Mm-hmm. And then in the Podesta emails, he's hosting like fundraisers and stuff at Comet Ping Pong. Which is interesting to me because this place seems It looks fucking, like a dive. It looks like it a looks- dive. And it's also fucking edgy as shit. Like the art they have on the walls. Yeah. The bands the that they have. Like yeah. some of the performance art sort of images that he posts of himself and his friends are just like mm-hmm. they're pretty wild and i can't yeah, imagine like your average like small c conservative politicos necessarily wanting to have like an event at a place like this but apparently they do mm-hmm. you know I-, I don't know why maybe because he gives them money and they're just like all right ignore all this shit he gives us I money know. so we'll patronize there's that whole there's a whole lobbying thing that happens in Washington yeah. that they don't really want us to know about, you know, where they accept money from different people who aren't. All kinds of people with interests. Yeah. Yeah. But the thing is, then, it's, yeah, it's just like, I don't understand. I think there is a DC mentality about like tit for tat. And it's like, you give us money, we give you press. And it doesn't matter. Like, it, it's not going to matter. You know, what you stand for, what you depict, but 
we're going to do it anyway. And we're all really good at ignoring things that we don't want to see because we have to have this sort of like, you know, exchange of funds. The, the fact that this seems like a place that you would find on the Lower East Side in New York City, super divey, super edgy, lots of crazy art, lots of crazy performances. Can you see Barack Obama and his staff going in there for like a fundraiser or a party? But apparently no. they did. Yeah. You know? and, and apparently so... this it, it seems to have been a place where a lot of people had fundraisers or parties. And it's just so weird to me. And so that makes yeah. me think that Washington, D.C. just has this sort of like culture. It's just like you donate to us. Yeah, we'll like have a party at your place, a fundraiser, give you guys press, give you guys business and mm -hmm. decide to conveniently ignore everything else that you depict in the environment. You know, so I guess the the people coming through the emails and really getting into the conspiracy read about them going to that place and then sort of assumed that there were back rooms there where and that like these messages that he's posting on Instagram was to be like, come here and we'll give you a kid, you know? Yeah. And, yeah. and so then that guy who took his gun and went to go try to like save kids mm -hmm. um, just thought that there would be back rooms or like a basement where this stuff was happening. Yeah. I mean, he assumes there's an uh, he assumes there's an underground war. And this comes I'm going to tell you, this comes from the McMartin preschool trial satanic panic thing where there was allegations of an underground warren where the the nursery school teachers were sort of pulling these children down into and basically distributing them throughout the globe to people who wanted to abuse and assault and molest children. What country was that in? It was in California, the country of California. Um, okay, because I was listening to a podcast about this hemp, Hempstead thing, Hampstead, mm -hmm. where... It's so cute because it's these two little British children mm -hmm. who are being interviewed by the police. Oh, yeah. My father, he wants us to cut the heads off of babies. <laughs> and they say it like that. Anyways, I haven't, I haven't it, it comes out. Yeah. I know. And this one man who made a Pizzagate video tries to, like, add this into the story as proof that there's pedophiles everywhere, blah, mm -hmm. blah, blah. And... um. It comes out basically that this is just something the mom told the kids to say because she hated their dad. Yeah. And so she was like, blame all this satanic panic type of shit mm -hmm. on your dad. Yeah. And say that. And I don't know. They were like, but this seems crazy. Like, why tie it in with like eating babies and blood and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And not just like. My father, he's an asshole, you know, yeah. something like that. Because at that point, there was plenty of people and press that would fucking believe it. They were, it was very, yeah, very incredulous just, at a certain point in the 80s about the satanic panic. And this happened in 2014. And so then she took this video footage, I guess, of their 
um, their taped interview with the cops. I don't know how she got it, but she leaked it online and it got like 25 million views yeah. like really fast because mm-hmm. oh she's trying to turn like the whole city against him or something. Yeah. And then that spreads like wildfire once again, because if there's something to panic about, it spreads. You yeah. Know? Yeah. So what was this thing that happened in California? Sorry. The McMartin preschool trial. Um, oh. It's a long story. But w- basic- was that in the 80s? Yeah, that was in the 80s. I believe it was in the mid 80s. It was one of... Okay, so basically a mother of one of the children who was being cared for at this McMartin preschool, uh, I believe her name was Judy something, started to notice that her son had, you know... uh um, problems with his butt the, it is what I'll say. And well, um, what does that mean? Like pooping? Like uh, anal bleeding problems kind of s- stuff. She was not mentally well. Uh-huh. And extrapolated from that that he was somehow being sexually abused at the preschool. Mm-hmm. And... Somehow, and I don't remember the mechanics of this, she was able to convince the cops that there was sexual abuse going on with her son at this preschool. And then the cops sent a letter before any of this was ever even proven. They sent they uh, sent a letter to all the parents to tell them that there have been allegations of sexual abuse and satanic ritual abuse mm-hmm. at this preschool. And so then all the parents fucking freak out because nobody knows anything from satanic panic they're like oh this could oh my god this could be true and so uh, a a certain therapist i can't remember her name starts to interview the children with a specific technique that actually the specific technique that that actually implants it's iatrogenic it it plants those ideas in a kid's brain and a kid and also they're like rewarding the children for telling them more and more provocative things yeah and i remember you know, the testimony of these children become accusations that the cops use against the owners and, you know, workers at this uh, certain preschool. And at the end of the day, it was the mo- still the most expensive trial. It was like $7 million trial of oh. all of these people. I think it was like Virginia McMartin, who was the owner, her son, totally innocent mm-hmm. and they were put through absolute hell for fucking years because of one honestly extremely mentally unwell mother's Mother. contentions and it's that a tragedy makes sense. yeah 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 and then you know since then and probably since before then you know we've had in certain incredulous circles in america um uh, an obsession and an insistence that satanic ritual abuse exists and is a huge, uh, a huge problem in America, and that they're fucking everywhere. You know? I know, and isn't it interesting when actually these things happen at the Catholic Church? Yeah, know? and no, and they're like, oh no, he's our parish priest. Let's defend him. Let's just move him around. You know, I know, Let's, and yeah, I, it couldn't I be old just... Father O'Malley. He's such a sweet guy. And I and it's like all these people who are investigating the pizza in the emails are like, I am spotlight. 
Yeah. I am the movie spotlight. That's and the, I will uncover That is exactly the, the thing that makes me so mad. These people are uh-huh. so smug. They think they know yeah. what is really going on. And they're like, I have evidence. They don't know what evidence fucking is. I'm sorry. I know I'm none so of mad. this. Well, none of this stuff is evidence. Um, none of it's evidence. Emails, none of it's sourced. So uh, let's go to their um, their key, I guess I want to say, uh-huh. where these words come up and this is what it means. So okay. according to them, I mean, I thought Liz was saying pizza just meant kids, but this um, pizzagate.pdf document that I have. Yeah. And I've seen this list cited elsewhere, too. So this is like what they look at. Okay. And where have you say, seen this? Where is this list you've seen cited elsewhere? I just, I need to um, know. Twitter. Like people like post. Twitter? It. You know how people will just like share like, this is the thing. This is the thing that means this. And they'll, it's the same list. Okay. So as I was saying before, my internet rudely went out and I worried that Fuck I may you, never internet. get it back again. Yeah. Is that um, this is the pedophile code that all of the PTA people reference. I don't know where they got it. I plan to look this fucking shit up by myself. They don't know too. where they got it. Sorry. No, I know. I'm so mad. I know. So mad. It yeah. just kind of goes. Truly, I think one person was like, I know. I know. No. This must this be this. Who wrote this PDF was like. This he didn't come up true. with it, Nathan. Oh, who came it's up so with obvious. It? It's just so obvious to me that he didn't come up with any of it. He he's citing everything that he's read online he's not citing and shit. As what does he cite he said people have i'm sorry i'm not these... saying that he's okay. just repeating it okay you know yeah, he's repeating it I, I and that's that what these people it. do but then why yeah. not cite cite your quote-unquote source even if it's like fucking um i Urban don't know Breitbart or some stupid right-wing website that makes shit up he doesn't cite anything oh okay i just want to go through what it yeah, is yeah go through it go through it and then you can complain and I will angry. vociferously complain. Okay. So at the top, it's a hot dog. Hot dog equals boy. Okay. Pizza equals girl, which is not what I had heard. Oh, weird. Like, and then cheese equals little girl. Okay. So, but then what if you have a pepperoni pizza? Oh, whatever. There's never a pepperoni pizza, it seems. Maybe it's like a little girl, but with sores on her body. <laughs> <laughs> that's gross <laughs> why did i say also that? no one wants that Nathan. nobody wants no why did i say that i'm awful <laughs> and yeah. then pasta equals little boy okay ice cream didn't we, didn't we already have little boy hot dog is just regular boy okay so there's a little boy and there's yeah. Reg's boy. Okay, got uh-huh. it. Keep on going. Ice cream equals male prostitute, which we say sex worker now. Okay. Yeah. We don't but, say you know, prostitute. These aren't people who are really into sex, the idea of sex work. As well. And then walnuts or just nuts is a person of color. Okay. Um, A map is uh-huh. semen. Okay. Sauce is orgy. Dominoes is domination. Pillows is drugs. Okay. Oysters is sedatives. And then you're going to love this. All right. Chicken is young boy. Well, no, chicken, actually, chicken is a well-known 
word for a young man who is sexually available to older gay men. That is absolutely why, a thing. Why do they say chicken? Because they're young and tender. Oh, okay. Like a chicken yeah. tender. Yeah. Have you ever heard the term chicken hawk? I don't know. I don't think so. Yeah. A chicken hawk is basically like a, a pimp, for lack of a better word, uh, oh. who sells young men. Oh, yeah. hawking the chickens. Yeah, chickens. Yeah, so... So that's, that's known. Okay. I think, like, specifically the walnut and the map one mm -hmm. are words, and hot dog are, is also words that are used in emails. Okay, so the, I'm just going down this um, PDF now. Okay. And the first email they talk about is this one where they say... I think Obama spent about $65,000 of the taxpayers' money flying in pizza slash dogs from Chicago for a private party at the White House not long ago. Assuming we are using the same channels? Question mark. So they're so they're like, okay, $65,000. That's okay. a lot. Yeah. Um I could see where Obama and like, you know, fancy people want to fly in their food. Um Pizza and hot dogs seem like they wouldn't cost that much, but I don't know. If they're Obama's fancy pizza and hot dogs, though, I mean, like, yeah, and, not, we lived in New York. Like, it's the land of the $25 fucking cheeseburger. And he's like, I'm from Chicago, and I know what the best, probably like Chicago hot dogs. The is, best, you know? exactly. And isn't Chicago the place where they do deep dish pizza? So it's a big fat pizza. It's like a big, fat, lusty pizza. And I mean, I don't know what kind of hot dogs they're having, but like you can have an expensive hot dog. Yeah. When you say pizza, you mean pizza. You I don't mean, mean. I mean, cheesy pepperoni, bready pizza. The Italian dish. Yeah. So then when he says, I assume we're using the same channels. Mm -hmm. That's kind of a weird thing to say, but off the bat, this isn't that weird. I'd say they're spending a lot of money. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to make a I'm going to make a real um, a shot in the dark here that the people who are making this shit up, the guy who wrote this, hasn't spent too much time in an office using office language because using the same channels is totally mm -hmm. something I would say in an email mm -hmm. to be like, you know, if I were organizing an event. I would say that it's like, or are we right. using the same vendors? Are we using the same channel? It's yeah, it's totally, it's like a corporate speak word. Um, I also saw, he said in this PDF that the White House doesn't import food because it's a security risk. Okay. And I think I read that a couple of places. So I guess mm -hmm. they think, I mean, that's another reason why this must be um, flying in boys and girls. Oh, it's the idea. It's like, well, they wouldn't order food this way because it's either be afraid of being poisoned or something. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now let's go to this next one okay. um, that I sent you right about. Um, they went to go see some places with a realtor. Yeah. Like houses like, in the vineyard to rent for Podesta, yeah. John Podesta. Uh-huh. And then yeah. it's, so it's Susan Sandler to John Podesta. So I mm -hmm. assume she's like his assistant. Mm -hmm. And she goes, hi, John, the realtor found a handkerchief, uh, in parentheses. I think it has a map that seems pizza related. 
Okay, so that's a weird thing to say. Okay, wait. Okay, so handkerchief, mat, pizza. Can you remind me what the interpretations of those words were according to this asshole? So handkerchief wasn't anything. So, but map is semen. Semen. And pizza is little girl. Okay, so let's reread that sentence interpreted. Okay, the realtor (laughs) found a handkerchief. I think it has semen that seems girl related. Yeah. Okay. If the realtor found a handkerchief with semen on it, do you think she would be like, hey, John Podesta's assistant, I found a handkerchief with semen on it. I think if she found a handkerchief with semen on it, she would never say anything because these people don't actually know each other. Exactly. Yeah. And if if she did, she wouldn't say it to John Podesta's assistant you know Mm -hmm. so then that makes me think she's assuming it has semen on it slash she's basically saying that cum rag from the time you fucked that little girl you left it here do you want me to mail it to you you do you want it back exactly it looks like a nice handkerchief is this silk it's gorgeous is this hermes oh my god and you just came in it? Why'd you do that? You know what? Let me run it through the wash first, okay? And then I'll uh-huh. send it back to you. You silly. Oh, my God, you. <laughs> so I guess there's the email that was sent from the realtor to Susan, right? Okay. And she says, I I just came from checking the field house. I have a square cloth handkerchief. And then it says something like white with black. And so then he references there's a handkerchief code. Black means S&M. Yeah. And white means virginity slash pedo. Okay. All right. But do you think, okay, this realtor is in on this? Like and she knows like, the hanky code because, okay. And also there was knows a, exactly what happened there was with a the handkerchief. There was a book back in the late 70s, early 80s, I can't remember, called okay. Everything You okay. Wanted to Know About Sex But Were Afraid to Ask uh-huh. that has like this whole chapter about like gay men and their insidious, sexually lascivious lifestyle. And it's it's very homophobic. It's very of its time. And in this book, which was very popular at the time, I read it, my mother had it, Um, it basically breaks down this hanky code that gay men would have when they were cruising. They would put like, Yeah, and they uh, put it in their back pocket. It, it, they would be like a different colored hanky, whether and there was significance to the color and to the side of like the left or right pocket that it was on. Uh-huh. And so this person is extrapolating from that, I believe. Now, do you remember if someone had a brown handkerchief, did it that mean something? Poopy. That's what this... <laughs> They were, this says too. they were they wanted Scat. to get shit on their faces. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then blue is anal <laughs> sex. You're like, mm. <laughs> You're like, I need to explore some shit. <laughs> <laughs> and then so the rest of their little key here is that blue means anal sex. Light blue means oral sex. Green means hustler prostitution. I don't know if this was ever, ever, ever true. Honestly, I think the guy wrote that. And that's where I'm thinking. Yeah. And I think 
uh, you know, there are these like urban legends and things that get passed down that yeah. aren't really based. It's like, like satanic panic or people who are afraid of gay people just being like, oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. Can you believe this? Yeah, they have their whole language. Okay, so we're going on to another email that um, is different sauces. Different okay. sauces included. Okay, so what does sauce mean in general? Sauce means because I know sauce orgy. Or sauce is orgy, so there are different kinds of orgies. Um, let me read you the email. Okay, this one's kind of long. Mary and John, which there's a Mary Podesta, but. So maybe that's John's wife because Tony Podesta's wife is like fucking Heather or something. Oh, okay. I don't remember. Okay. Fucking Heather. I think you should give <laughs> I think you should give notice when changing strategies which have been long in place. I immediately realized something was different by the shape of the box and I contemplated who would be sending me something in the square-shaped box. Lo and behold, instead of pasta and wonderful sauces, it was a lovely, tempting assortment of cheeses. Yummy. I am awaiting the return. <laughs> I am awaiting the return of my children and grandchildren from their holiday travels so that we can demolish them. Oh, what Thank is she you referring so much. to? The yummies That's or the children? Yeah. Thank you uh. so much. I hope you and your gang are well. I miss you both. Best wishes for a Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Herb. P.S. Do you think I'll do better playing dominoes on cheese than on pasta? Playing dominoes on cheese? That, that makes no sense. What? Okay, so you can play dominoes. You know, dominoes is a game. Yeah, yeah, the, the, the game. And yeah. this man's, like, expected to get a box full of pasta. Uh -huh. And sauce, but instead it was a tempting assortment of cheese. Yeah, yeah. You know, so he's like, do you think I'll do better playing dominoes on cheese than on pasta? On the box? No, I, I know think what he's having about. eaten it, having eaten cheese instead of pasta. But what does the dominoes come in? Like if we're talking will about he, literal like, dominoes. Will he like win dominoes? After eating cheese? Oh, I get it. Like, if I eat cheese, will I win Domino's? If I eat pasta, will I win Domino's better? Or something like that. Yeah. Oh, okay. This is To like me, there's nothing nefarious about this Domino's uh, line because it's just so stupid. This is such like a rich person's email. Uh-huh. It's like... Yeah. I got this box in the mail and I expected this twee thing, but I got another twee thing and it rocked my fucking life. Why can't you inform me first? And don't you think he's writing to say, you know, every year you send me pasta, which I love, but look, you sent me cheese. Thank you. Yeah. He was like, yippee. Yeah. But what was that first line where he's like, why can't you inform me if you're going to do things a different way? That sounded snotty. Yes. Yeah. But was that like sarcastically snotty? Oh, yeah. okay. So should I read it now as if I'm cracking the code? Yes, exactly. Okay. Just a sec. Because okay. I need to keep the uh, the code close by. You have such a look of concentration on your face right now. I'm trying to, like, make a screenshot and then, like, open the screen. Okay. And then have them next to each other. Okay. Mary and John. 
I think you should give notice when changing strategies, which have long been in place. I immediately realized something was different by the shape of the box. And I contemplated who would be sending me something in the square shaped box. Lo and behold, instead of pasta, aka little boys and wonderful orgies, Uh it was a lovely, tempting assortment of girls. Yummy. (laughs) (laughs) I am awaiting the return of my children and grandchildren from their holiday travels so that we can demolish them, which I guess is like, I'm going to rape my children. (laughs) (laughs) My grandchildren. Yes. And so then he's like, do you think I'll do better playing um, dominoes is domination on girls than on little boys little girls than on little boys do you think i'll do better dominating girls than boys yeah yeah that's like the only interpretation of the sentence of a sentence that makes any sense in this email so i mean but are we to believe that that john and mary podesta sent a box of children (laughs) 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 yes maybe they're already dead (laughs) I'm sorry. We're going to have to it's, cut this shit. Do you think? Well, we're talking about dead kids. Well, maybe not. I don't know. We're laughing because... We're laughing because it's stupid. It's fucking stupid as hell. If... Okay. I think if I was speaking in a code... Uh-huh. I would get so confused, you know? Yeah. He's like, I guess he's like, you usually send me pasta, which is little boys, but this mm-hmm. time you sent me little girls. Yeah. How do you send children? Like a bunch uh, of children. You need a minder. You need, you need some, like an Uber driver. You need an Uber driver. You need like a marm of some kind. I feel like you're going to need a school like a, marm, a nanny of some kind. And like that nanny's going to know shit. So my question is if this. And everybody's question is, who questions these sorts of things? Why the silence from all the people who must assist these endeavors of throwing children at people with high political power? Uh-huh, like, yeah, nobody, nobody says who's anything. Say anything. It's like, oh, yeah, I led 40 children to John Podesta's gross apartment or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if you want to know who sent that email, it's a guy named... Um, well, I guess we knew Herb, Herbert Sandler. Okay. HMS at SandlerFoundation.org. Yeah. I mean, and so John Podesta's reply is miss you, Herb. Happy holidays and see you in 2016. Yeah. But uh, like, I do not doubt that there is some kind of code going on here because it is like a little weird just to read it in and of itself. It's like, what? What if? Okay, what if he just sent him, like, a box of weed? <laughs> no, it totally, it could be a box of, like, oh, and, before or like you sent Molly? me a box of Molly. But this year you sent yeah. me a box of, like, really great weed. And you know what? Thanks. Delicious. Yeah. These nugs, so rank. I love them, you know? Yeah. And she just couldn't say that in an email. It does also seem like what went through my head was, if they, they all know this code and they're all emailing each, like, they all know this code and they're all in a pedophile ring, mm-hmm. why are they emailing each other about it? 
don't they have some better way to communicate about their nefarious, you know, activities? Signal. Um, any any number of things that we don't even know about that these people have access to. Yeah, and all we have access to are these stupid emails because someone, you know, fell for a phishing scam. Yeah. Yeah. I it, There's definitely, definitely, I feel like there's a code going on here, but it's not nefarious. Well, it's not nefarious. Just, it just doesn't seem like it has to mean... Babies. Kids. Yeah, exactly. Hey, John. Okay, here's another one. Hey, John, I know you're a true master of cuisine, and we have appreciated that for years. But walnut sauce for the pasta? Black orgy? Black Black people orgy? orgy? And remember, pasta means little boy. Black, so little boy, little black boy orgy. Mary. Please tell us the straight story. Was the sauce actually tasty? I'm coming to town the week after next and we'll bring some walnuts. Okay, so they're saying, did you enjoy fucking all of those little African-American boys? I'll bring Um, you some. I'm going to bring some more or something like that. Yeah. Okay. I, I also think it could be that they just really like pasta. There seems to be some sort of fetish for fancy pasta going on. And I could say these are like super rich people. They're completely like they're not in touch with our concerns and cuisine for Mm -hmm. sure. Like this is a whole world that we cannot fathom. Mm. A whole world of money and wealth that like, you know, because like rich people, they do have like signals as to be like, oh, you're like also super wealthy. Like the clothes they wear, the places they go, the ways they travel. It's like, it's all like in or out kind of thing. Like you're legitimately wealthy. You're a hanger on. You're a, you know, a wannabe. I feel like there's definitely like a language to being rich that this probably encompasses. Here's another email. Okay. I was trying to read like the whole email because mm-hmm. it just ends with this line saying, I will be sacrificing a chicken in the backyard to Moloch. Yeah. And it's from Cheryl Mills to Hillary Clinton. Okay. But like the title of the email is like, it's like there are a bunch of emails where the title is, it says unclassified U.S. Department of State case number. And then it's like F 2014 20439 doc number C 0576491. Wait, Date. D- does it show what it is? Because we can look that up. Oh, it's Benghazi. Oh, yes. Okay. So, yeah, um, it's Benghazi. A lot of it's redacted. So I can't really tell, but there is on. Okay. So here's what I'm looking at. Virtual reading room document search results from the U.S. Department of State.gov, HTTPS, FOIA.state.gov search results. And it is a, seems to be a series of emails between people that have to do with a possible Benghazi connection. I think it has to do, I think it's Benghazi. Is this Mm. like, this is like the federal number for the Benghazi case against Hillary Clinton. Okay, so I pulled up the whole email, and it's like a chain, which is why Mm -hmm. it's so hard to follow. Yeah. 
from this person named Louis Amsalem to Maria Otero. And then it says like Task Force Honduras. Beale called a little after 1.30 p.m. to say the meeting with the de facto envoys have been abruptly canceled, but for perhaps a positive reason. Micheletti has asked about half the team in return to Chagogalpa. Okay. In the phone call he got from the de facto envoys as they headed for the airport, Beale said he detected a positive attitude. I'm just like, is there any reason for me to read all of this no this is like this seems to be like a benghazi email yeah it just like when she like was blah, doing blah 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 when she was dealing then, with the hearings and she had to be like there for like 10 hours because they were trying to destroy her campaign with like a huge set of hearings remember that yeah and then down at the bottom so after it seems like it's an article that was written or something, you know? And then yeah. it's like unclassified U.S. Department of State case, like all that stuff I just read. Mm-hmm. And then it's like she signs it and she says, with fingers crossed, the old rabbit's foot out of the box in the attic, I will be sacrificing a chicken in the backyard to Moloch. And so then the people who investigate Pizzagate say... Moloch is a Canaanite deity associated with child sacrifice. This can be found in the Bible. Even most Christians haven't heard of Moloch, but politicians can be found discussing it in their work emails, which is this email. Yeah. Um, And then remember, Chicken was like a young man, right? Yeah, yeah. So they're like, oh, is she sacrificing a young man to Moloch? No, she's making a And I'm also like... I know. I think it's a joke, right? It's a joke. It's absolutely a joke because what is that place where a lot of conservative... Oh, God. Give me a second. Give me a second. I got to look this up. The Bohemian Grove? Bohemian Grove. Exactly. They are making a joke about how everybody thinks they're a part of the Bohemian Grove. And it's like, oh, and they're equating Benghazi with basically that same conspiracy theory where it's like, oh, yeah, I did Benghazi. And also, yeah, I'll be sacrificing a chicken at the fucking Bohemian Grove tomorrow yeah you know that yeah. it's just it's sarcastic well and she said um you know with the rabbit's foot with fingers crossed the old rabbit's foot out of the box mm-hmm. i'll be sacrificing a chicken yeah you know it's like she's um she's like we're hoping for the best or something yeah. like that I, I think they're also like just saying like how stupid this whole and how stupid and political the whole Benghazi hearing was like from the beginning uh, and back and into the fact that they like I guess revived it for the specific purpose of ruining you know trying to ruin her campaign right yeah which they did not with that particular move but anyway, yeah, I just think it's it's a joke. It's sarcasm. Okay. Um, I just skipped past some emails and I'm down at another one. That is kind of weird. Uh, would love to get a pizza for an hour, question mark. Very good. I'm seated with the kids, so little wired. And I have to I have to like Google this to find like this is how and then I find the real email. Mm-hmm. Because I'm like, you, you're just showing this to me out of context. Yeah. Um, from Tony Podesta to John Podesta. And the subject is, you two free for dinner on 12 or 13 January. Um, 
And he says, very good. I'm seated with the kids. So a little wired. Like what kids is he talking about? Do we know? I should go down to like the first email. Yeah. You two free for dinner. Not the 12th for me. And 13th is John's hand surgery. When are you back and for how long? That's Mary Podesta. Okay. Um, and then on January 6th, Tony Podesta wrote, back on the 12th but may have to go to Somalia. Give me some dates. MLK day? Question mark. Then she says, that might work. Somalia? Geez. Can we have Gwyneth Paltrow read all of these emails for us? That would be great. Oh my God, that would be awesome. She would just be like, I hate everybody. (laughs) She's... The AI Gwyneth Paltrow is just the bitchiest so mean dull. girl. Seriously. Yeah. She's like, I hate you. I hate this. I hate my life. Oh, and this is that email where, so he says, um, Mary, not free. Would love to get pizza for an hour or come over. Only yeah. want to see you and Mike Berman. Very good. I'm seated with the kids. So a little wired. He's probably, oh, wait, who is this doing this email again? It's between Tony Podesta, John Podesta, and Mary Podesta. So it's probably like a set of grandchildren. Have you ever hung out with a couple of kids of a certain yeah. age? Yeah. Yeah. They're fucking nuts. I know. Of course you're what? <laughs> like, seriously, it is loud as hell. It is pure fucking chaos. Yeah. Pure chaos. So, yeah, I can understand why you would be wired. I know. That's yeah. true. Um, I have to tell you, there's this other lady named uh-huh. Tamara Luzado. Yeah. She is Clinton's chief of staff during her time in the Senate. And so then now she's on a website called uh, the Pew Charitable Trust. Mm-hmm. So she's in charge of like some money shit, you know? She's a yeah, big they give big... money to people to do shit. Yeah. And so yeah. she had this blog called Evie's Crib. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'll send you this picture again in the Zoom chat. Oh, do. Now, can you chat me and ask me for it again? Because. Yeah, sure. You know, I can't find the chat. Give me the thing. There we go. (laughs) You should be asking me for pizza. Give me pizza. Give me pizza. Have you seen that song that Mary-Kate and Ashley sang as a kid where they're like, I want pizza. No, P- I did not I- see Z-Z-A. that. That's I want pizza. Um, okay, so they're Evie's all up in crib. arms about this blog. That's Ta- Tamara or Tamara. Okay. Tamara. And those are her grandchildren. Who is the chief and- of staff for Hillary Clinton while she's in the Senate? Yeah. No? Okay, yes. Grand Tam and the Lutzetetis. Lutzetetis. So what she writes... So the name of the blog is Evie's Crib, and that's one of the kids' names. Okay. So then what it says under that is, Evelyn is growing up. Soon she will be the queen of the entire Seva. Right now, for a limited time only, you can spend some time with her online, raw and uncut. Take advantage of this now, as in the future, she will have the power of life and death over you. Okay, so when I saw this, I was like, that's weird. That's a that's, weird thing to say. That's really weird, yeah. Um, but then I saw more like saved pages of this site 
Uh-huh. And every time she posts a picture of the of these kids, you know, these are her grandkids. Yeah. Um, she writes something like, Hey, you should be happy that I'm like posting these on this blog so that it doesn't take up a whole bunch of space in your email box. Mm-hmm. And like I'm trying to get used to posting the pictures here. Cause when people have kids, yeah, they love to send pictures to their family members. Mm-hmm. And she always has some little clever thing to type next to it. Yeah. And so I think she was writing this and she was like, oh, this is a funny thing to write. Yeah. A limited time only. You can spend some time with her online, raw and uncut. And it's like, yeah, you're just looking at the pictures of the grandkids. Yeah. I mean, it's a little... When was this? This was 2016? Okay, so let me include also, there's an email from, I just want to call her Tamara because she spells her name weird. Okay. Tamara Luzado. And it's like, they have all these emails, right? Where they're just like going to like hang out on the weekend. And it's one of those. So she's like, uh, with enormous gratitude to advanced man extraordinaire Haber. Okay. We're fucking rich people. They're assuming everybody knows about their lives. Like, you know who Haper is, right? Haper. Yeah, Haper. Yeah. Yeah. I'm popping up again to share our excitement about the reprise of our gang's visit to the farm in Lovettsville. And I thought I'd share a couple more notes. We plan to heat the pool, so a swim is a possibility. (laughs) Bonnie will be Uber service to transport Ruby, Emerson, and Maeve Luzado. In parentheses, 11, 9, and almost 7. So you'll have some further entertainment and they will be in that pool for sure. And the forecast showing prospects of some sun. Okay. And so so they're like, why are they excited to get in a pool with these kids? Oh my God. Have you ever been a fucking grandparent before? I know, right? Jesus Christ. Are you absolutely aware of what it is to be a goddamn human being? That's the thing. I think if you're planning a get together and like everyone has kids or everyone has grandkids it's like oh we're creating this afternoon where you can bring your kids and they can play with the these kids that are coming too in in a warm pool that's nice yeah and also like she's a proud grandmother who thinks that everybody cares about her life that is every american white woman come on now (laughs) Seriously. Well, so, yeah, I think, I think maybe, I just want to say, I think maybe pizza and pasta Uh and hot dogs might be drugs. And then I think these people are just like rich white people who hang out on the weekend. Yeah. They're like in their little bubble where it's like their own fucking language that nobody else can hack. Which is fine because they're stupid. Who gives a shit about these people? Nathan, what do you want to do for the next episode? For the next episode? I have no idea. You know what I want to do? You know what I want to do? I'm completely serious. I want to do Marjorie Taylor Greene. Okay. Do you think? I don't know. I think we should do Marjorie Taylor Greene. I'm fascinated by that bitch. Really? I'm a researcher. I want to know all about her background. I want to know why she is the way she is. And she has like a huge online presence. So yes. definitely. Have you, 
she posts videos working out and she looks really bad. She's <laughs> fucking insane. I honestly, this will be a good excuse for me to learn all about her and okay. figure out how to topple her. Because I, she is a menace to society. I'll do Marjorie Taylor Greene. I swear to God. It makes, okay, I want to go back to what about this makes you so angry? This uh, Pizzagate stuff. And because then I'm like, smug. I want, should we finish the clip of Liz Crokin? Because yeah. it will make you angry, I yeah, think. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. And I will fucking sound off. It's and can I, I want to further explain first why I get so mad. It's because they're smug. Well, they, so okay. Do you want me to wait until the end? Yeah. Let, let's, At the let's end, the, but after you watch this clip. After we watch this clip. Okay. Where'd I put it? The entire mainstream media redefined what Pizzagate was to make it sound ridiculous and less believable. And then they had people like Megyn Kelly come in Interview James Elephantis, didn't ask him any challenging questions. A conspiracy theory that even the D.C. police say has no basis in fact. She didn't ask him any questions about the pictures of children on his Instagram page looking abused, being sexualized. She didn't ask him about the pedophile talk. So the whole mainstream media painted him as this poor victim, as this person that was innocent, that was just victimized as something that wasn't true. But just his Instagram page alone should have been enough for authorities to look into him. Investigators have already proven there's nothing to the story, right? Well, actually, no. And that's what you need to know. For all that is here, there has not been one single public investigation of any of this, not from local police, not from the FBI, no one. And that has to be the big question, not for Podesta or for pizza parlor owners, but for law enforcement, based on what may be or may not be here, the big question is, why hasn't any investigation taken place? This is insane. So many people in the mainstream media have said, Pizzagate is a conspiracy theory. Pizzagate has been debunked. It has not been debunked. If it's been debunked, explain the code words. No one to this day, including John Podesta himself, can explain the code words in his emails. Hey, John Podesta, can you please explain why you have children rented for entertainment for your adult hot tub parties? No one has ever explained why John Podesta has literal pedophile and cannibalism paintings all over his office and his home. Tony Podesta, too. And then you look into the spirit cooking dinners and you look into Marina Abramovic, who's the one that was conducting the spirit cooking dinners. Why are they going to spirit cooking dinners? Why are they sacrificing chicken samoa in their backyard? This isn't my words. This is their words. This is in their emails. I'd be willing to debate anyone who thinks that Pizzagate has been debunked. You asked me when, yeah. uh, when did, uh, how am I getting additional briefings? That, that was the first and last time I so talked. So October 9th is the last time you've heard from the FBI at all. Yes. You have not got an update on the investigation My, of your personal email. That, that is correct. So not only did the mainstream media lie to you about Pizzagate, they actually told you that it was illegal to read John Podesta's emails on WikiLeaks. Chris Cuomo, with straight face, 
on CNN, looked into the cameras and said, it's illegal for you to read John Podesta's emails. Also interesting is remember, it's illegal to possess uh, these stolen documents. It's different for the media. So everything you learn about this, you're learning from us. That's how scared they are of those emails. And that's how explosive the content in those emails are. Here's why, particularly, uh-huh. I do not. What, what Liz? I can't even remember the fucking first name. Liz Crokin. Uh huh. She's a that. Crook. Okay, I'm gonna tell a tale out of school. You know that okay. lady that I work with, who I think is a pathological liar. I hope never listens to this. <laughs> yeah. Plus, I also I think she's about to name. get fired. Anyway, she reminds me of Liz because oh. yeah, she reminds me of because. Yeah is one of those people first of all she's a trumper and so like already half of my brain is turned off to her uh second of all she's like a know-it-all who knows nothing right and that's what i hate about these people well it's now like, that we've read about they're like i read this and, and I... so therefore i took it into my brain and therefore if i believe it it's fucking true to everybody and it's like yeah. that's not the way life works well, like when you have she... no actual sources and it pisses me off. But also it seems to me it pisses you off because it's d- a distraction and right? Well, Do people yeah, get mad about this so that they don't actually know about like they don't pay attention to the things that are like actually verifiable in the news well, that not are only also verifiable, but it's like ridiculous. I understand like you are economically depressed. You are confined probably to very few choices in your life. The the people who believe in this and the people who you're confined to very few choices. Maybe I, I am, too. These are people who live in small rural towns. They don't have a lot of like financial mobility. They don't have a lot of, quite frankly, education. And. They are dealing with a world mm-hmm. that is moving faster and faster and faster and faster, and it is outpacing them. And yes, they absolutely mm-hmm. have a right to be on that train. And they've been left off that train. I get it. Mm-hmm. But seriously, this is not the way to solve that problem. Mm-hmm. Making up lies and denying actual facts and denying science. This all goes into the entire thing where it's like just people don't believe. I, I'm completely inarticulate. It's so like angry. misplaced anger it's that misplaced they anger. have. Exactly. It's misplaced yeah. anger. And it's like, you know what? If you actually like, you know, use that rage to actually change things, to actually right. work within the system that we have and to actually change right. the system that we have, you could actually make some real positive change for your lives, for your community's lives. But no, you want to believe these lies. You want to cause violence. It's all about pure fucking rage this is what it's all about and i'm sorry i've been uh, i and many other people in america who are against this shit have been the recipient of this completely ignorant rage our entire fucking lives and that's what makes me mad about it because it's like this is just more lies that you're telling about people and now yeah. that, like, the lies that you're telling about people that aren't mainstream, that gays are bad, that women are weak, that, you know, any number of bigoted thoughts that these people have are now flowing out of fashion, it's just, it's desperate clawing 
to whatever you can do in order to tear people down who are trying to fucking move life forward. And that pisses me off. You know, I can't tell you, it wasn't a very long time ago, young gays, young queers, young LGBTQIA, that it, we couldn't get married. Oh, or, or be out, you know? You couldn't be out. Yeah. yeah. It's just like, there's an entire generation that I feel like doesn't understand what it was like just a generation before to fucking survive. And it's mm -hmm. these people, it mm -hmm. is these people who are doing it, are continuing to do it now in more and more desperate fucking ways. And it pisses me off. It's like, mm -hmm. I thought this was over. I thought we were right. getting better. But no, you're just dragging us down further and further and further into your goddamn depths. And I'm pissed. I'm pissed. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. I wish I could be like more articulate about it, but it's just... The anger is That's so pretty huge. articulate, I'd say. Oh, well, thank you. But I, I just yeah. I feel like there's so much more to say. And people who could say it better. Well, than it's I like and and the actual things that's what I mean is um like the things that we know. Like remember when Trump had those stops at the border and then kids were winding up in cages? Yes. And it's like, we know that that's happening. That's not even a conspiracy theory. Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. And like, that's fucked up, dude. Yeah. That's going to ruin those people's lives. At the yeah. end of the day, it's the fucking hypocrisy that just makes me want to choke them all out. Seriously. Every, and right. I know these are people. I know these well, are people with problems. But honestly, I'm just like, yeah. you know what? At a certain point, you cross the line. I am no longer sympathetic to you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this grows into QAnon. Yeah, QAnon. And QAnon. Yes. QAnon believes that um, this is happening everywhere and that children are being trafficked and then sacrificed and killed. Yeah. And, uh, and, and then and they're are, drinking their blood. Yeah. Children I know, are being but... It's sad enough. I know, but you know? then it's displacing the the real true thing of that to be like, oh, the yeah. people doing it are Hillary Clinton, mm -hmm. and and they're doing it for adrenochrome, and I'm like, okay, if we're really if we're really worried about the kids, where are they disappearing from? Shouldn't we focus on that? Like, if there are kids being trafficked and then missing and being killed and stuff, or whatever, mm -hmm. who are they? Where are they? Why aren't we? Um, I th it just seems to be this thing, and yeah. it's, there's never anything concrete to it. Well, also, it's like one thing, like we're both true crime people, right? Yeah. Yeah. And the thing is, you learn about true crime when like a kid gets murdered or yeah. a bunch of kids get murdered. Like that affects an entire community. You know, right. An it's not going under the radar. It's not you know? going under the radar. You know, even yeah. when it's like, you know, people who are generally like not given the same amount of attention, you at least you usually hear at some point from. Uh, uh, yeah, you're I, I'm like not informed uh, enough to say this. I'm not informed enough to talk about this, but it's like murder. The thing about how we only see the stories about white people. We, we Yeah, we it's 
the murder of a child, the murder of anybody, of a family, of a child, of a woman, of a man, it affects an entire community. And to posit that these, all of these things, like they're shipping 40 kids to fucking Hillary Clinton's crony so they can get fucked. Nobody's going to uh-huh. pay attention to that. Nobody's going to be like, where's my kid? Uh-huh. Yeah. Nobody's going to be like, where's my nephew? Where's my niece? You know, where's that kid who like used to bring me the fucking paper on Sunday? Yeah, because they're making it seem like it's a weekly, daily thing. It's it's like children are disposable. So that makes me wonder, what do you think about children? What, these people who like point out these conspiracy theories. Why are you so obsessed with pedophiles? Were you, oh, kind of like the anti-lawyer thing. Or you're trying to deal with your desire to abuse? Yeah, like the anti-lawyer thing where I say... Yeah. Oh, can you believe this man who writes about all this abuse is an abuser? And you're like, yeah, it's actually fucking really believable. It's the projection that we're experiencing with the entire GOP and Trump right now. He accuses you or his enemy of the same exact same thing that he's doing. In yeah. order to mitigate the effects of it. Right. So and it's also a subconscious thing. It's like. You know, you're obsessed with having sex with children and you need to project it into accusing other people of wanting to have sex with children. Yeah, just like those politicians who are obsessed with gay people. Yeah. And then you find out they're meeting other guys in the bathroom for sex. Absolutely. And it's like, it's all, it's self loathing. Maybe that's what I react to. It's the self loathing because I have a lot of self loathing. And when I see it in other people, it enrages me. And yeah, I other, that's. Oh, I see other people dealing with it in a really toxic way. It yeah. makes me so mad. Those things make me mad too, because I'm like, we're all trying not to do that. Figure it out. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Just like look within. How hard to compare on this? Because we are going. I don't think there's anything left. See, I think the end of Pizzagate was that guy who thought that he was going to go to Comet Ping Pong and like save people, but instead he just fired three shots. And then that's what got reported on the news. And then that's what Liz Crokin is mad about because it's actually about what these codes are in the emails. And you and I just went through the emails. Like, I think that that's all it is. Uh Uh-huh. And this is the the thing is with all of these things, with Pizzagate, with whatever conspiracy theory these fuckers think up, the end game is always some wing nut fucking. Yeah, exactly. Tries to solve this quote unquote problem with a gun. And that is what leads us to fucking civil war. And that is the path we're on. And that is very scary. And that's why they erased Pizzagate from the internet and all the links that you and I are finding. Are not primary sources. Yeah. They're uh, PDFs from people who name themselves Jeffrey Epstein. Did he literally name himself Jeffrey Epstein? That's just his username. Oh, God. No, it's his username. What a fucking shit this guy is. Yeah. And then we're looking through the Wayback Machine. Yeah. Maybe really quick. Do you want me to do like Urban Dictionary Pasta? Yeah, do that. What could pasta mean? What could pasta mean? Oh my god! Oh my god! Look at pasta, Ugandan intellectual who has a huge vegetable collection that are used as dildos. What? (laughs) 
<laughs> okay. All right. That's definition okay. number one. Okay. This uh, next thing, this is another Urban Dictionary, page two. Pasta, a code word for sex or any sexual activity equal to or greater than a hand job or fingering. Right. Yo, did you hear that Joe ate some pasta with Kelly? <laughs> okay, never heard of it in my life. And I've given plenty of hand jobs. Yeah, but this is better. Oh my God, Liz. Okay, this is the next one. Slang term for marijuana. Pasta? Is, yeah, it is often used over the telephone as a code word and it is not typically mentioned during face-to-face -face conversations. Oh, that Like I we were saying. See. Like, that that's I why see. I said maybe they are just trying to get together to smoke weed because yeah. when I was in college, my friend texted her dealer, basically, mm -hmm. and was like, hey, can I get some weed? He was like, don't say weed, yeah. you know? He was like, you ask for a slice, and that means an eighth. No, me and my friend used to use how many iced coffees we want because she was, uh, when I wanted Coke... Her boyfriend was a Coke dealer. And so I'd call her and I'd be like, oh, can I have like four iced coffees, which meant like a certain amount of Coke. Uh, should I so, be like, OK, Urban Dictionary. Yep. So we can just finish this off. Hey, bo -bo. cheese addiction. Oh, cheese. Addiction. A term coined by RTS gamers when a player uses non-ordinary measures, often considered cheap tricks to win the game. Well, that that makes sense. Cheese, like the greatest cheesy. substance known to man, worshipped by pagans, exploited by me. Everybody <laughs> loves cheese. I can't argue. I love cheese. I'm not lactose intolerant. Oh, another one is slang term to mean money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cheese or cheddar, I've heard. Cheddar. A walnut is someone who hasn't been cracked open to reality. All right. Hey, everybody. Hasn't this been fun? Don't you love learning about code words for vicious child sexual abuse? Yeah, totally. Um, yeah. Thank you so much for listening. Um, we like you. You're our good friends. But we're never going to name you something, all right? You're not our fam. No. You're not, you're not any of those things. You're our listeners. You're our audience. We respect you as adults. And we understand that you like to come debate things with us. Yeah, exactly. On you know Reddit. What? Debate things with us on Reddit. Yell at us. Say mean things to us. Or say nice things. Keep us down to us, earth. Keep us down to earth. But if you give us a review on Apple or any of the podcast platforms, Just don't write you something dare nice. say anything shitty. Don't right? you dare. Don't you dare. Five-star reviews. Dare. We love them. We'll give you a shout out. Exactly. Shout totally. out to everyone on Reddit this week who said um, <laughs> they're disappointed in us. Yeah. No. Um, shout out to you because, um, you know, I read I read what you had to say. And there are a lot of people on Reddit who like us as well. They're really they're, great. I know. They're really great. But there are some people on Reddit who are not happy with us. And you know what? Fine. I'm going to post this episode in my Pizzagate post. Absolutely. Um, oh, please do. Everyone I want to see what was, they have to say. I know. Oh, super on board with Pizzagate. And yeah. I think now you and I are not. We think that maybe the people in Washington like to do drugs. And who doesn't? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. Oh, right. Love you guys. Online BS pod. Instagram. 
Yeah. Yeah. And uh, onlinebspod at gmail.com if you want to email us. <laughs> okay, me too. Bye, everybody. Here we go, chocolate sauce, spreading it